Welcome back, folks, to the Premier Podcast. I am one of the hosts, Vance, and today Mitch and I will be discussing sports films. What were some good sports films? What were some not-so-great sports films? And what to expect from that kind of genre in the future. So, as always, sit back, relax, unwind. Yeah, you, you know what? You might want to grab yourself like a vodka or like a whiskey on the rocks or something. Uh, I mean, my week was pretty shitty, so. Oh, anyways, uh, where was I? Uh, recline and unwind. Burn it. Oh, right now! Look, can you feel it? Welcome back. Welcome back, guys, to the Premier Podcast. This is episode eight. I'm joined with my friend and co-host Mitch Mahoney. Hello, Mitch. What are we talking about today? Before we we kind of go over what what happened this week, you know? Life could be a dream if I could take you up in paradise up above. If you would tell me I'm the only one that you love, life could be a dream, sweetheart. Hello, hello again. Okay, uh, so yeah, I do uh, some some things in the news for you all today. Some big ones is an update on the Stanley Cup playoffs. Tragic, Ooh. tragic that Vegas had to leave down to I'm happy. Dallas. I'm happy. Dallas I and it. I okay, good Dallas for you. Good for you. Dallas and Tampa Bay, not two teams I, <laughs> not two teams I'm particularly fond of. Although Tampa Bay has really shown some turnaround the past few years. Yeah, big time. And they are currently leading, three to one, and you know today, we'll see what happens. Game five. But if they yeah. win tonight. They're, they they, they haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go Dallas. We'll see. Yeah. Ah. They've uh, you know yesterday's game they they were neck and neck. So it was kind of uh, interesting to see them kind of uh, fall short at the end there. But Wednesday, oh my gosh, they were getting railed. I don't know if you watched that. But I didn't. Honestly, I haven't really watched any of. I've watched a lot of the Islanders games because, um, you know, they're in the Caps division, and I just wanted. And I like Barry Trot, so I just wanted to see how they do. But um, mm-hmm. I like the thing about these two teams for me is, I just could care less about both of them. I mean, I do like Dallas and. Have they ever won a Stanley Cup? I don't think they have. Yeah, they've won one in 1999. Oh, wow. Okay. So, oh, 99. Okay. That's not even that. Still 20 years ago. But 99. Anyways, um, mm-hmm. uh, so last night I started watching 
Lovecraft Country. No, no. Okay, so no. This is no. This is this is good. This is good news that I have here. Some some good solid news. Amazon Prime. Have you looked at the movies that they've added recently? Oh, dude, it's a plethora of really good movies that they've added. I'm so excited because Amazon Prime for a while has just kind of been getting like good movies here and there, but not enough. And I just checked last night. They have, um, fuck, the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Oh, yeah, Inception. They have Casino Royale. All that aside about um, the movies that they've just added, if you're an Amazon Prime member, uh, go check that out because I was really stoked to see that last night. Also, I started watch- so I started watching The Goldfinch last night with um, Ansel Elgore and Nicole Kidman. Do you know anything about The Goldfinch? My sister said it's based on a really good book. Yeah. But and that is it. I'm halfway through. The acting is good, but there's too many flashbacks. So the story centers around this kid whose mother was killed um, in a terrorist bombing at a museum. Uh, kid's name is Theodore Decker, and the movie cuts fa- back and forth between. Theo as a kid and Theo as an adult. Uh, adult Theo is played by Ansel Elgore. Uh, young Theo is played by uh, uh, Oaks Fegley, I think is his name. I know. I mean, what kind of name is that? Oaks Fegley. Can you fact check that for me? Go on. Uh, <laughs> Could it be Ox? I, I don't know what. I don't know if he's English. I mean, that I would be know. like a worse name, too. Yeah. Come here, Ox. Hey, Ox. This is my son, Ox. It's like a pair of glasses that you order off of Warby Parker. Like, yeah, I just got the Oaks Fegley frames. That, yeah, wow, you are dead on. Oaks Fegley. There's a lot of people in this. Jeffrey Wright, Luke Wilson, Oaks Fegley? Nicole Kidman, uh, Finn uh, Wolfhard from... Stranger Things. He's great. Sa- I'm sorry. Sarah Paulson. I, I Ansel Elgort. I, I hate to get on the the Finn Wolfhard train because he's he just people have just been hyping him up so much because of Stranger Things. But he's gonna be a really he's really good. He's gonna be big. He's gonna be huge. Oaks Fegley. It's just that McCormick and Schmicks and I had the Oaks Fegley. It was very good. Very very uh, tasteful. Yes. Yeah, they even pulled me a glass of Schmegley. <laughs> Schmegley. It's going to say a, a Sigourney with a side of Weaver. Yeah, true. Yeah. No, so I actually ordered the Oaks Fegley. Then they pulled me a glass, a glass of 93 vintage Sigourney. Yes, this is a Valentino suit. Your compliment is oh. sufficient. Uh, we are going to keep that going to the end of time. Guys, by season two, we're going to have a whole whole dish, appetizer, entree, and dessert based with on a selection of wines based on these obscure names. Name. I, that is so, awesome. Can we please so, do that? As a, We are. It's already said and done. So get ready, guys. We're going to look back on this episode. Speaking of this episode, 
Oh yeah, we Go are. Ahead, take the reins. Well, we are going to be talking. I'm just finding my note here. We are going to be talking about sports movies, the best and the worst. Dive you want to talk me. about some of your favorites? Oh, you or the me? ones that the ones that you kind of consider, or not kind of the ones that you would consider the best. Okay. All right, I'll go through mine then. So, L- lamb, lamb all over me. Longest Yard remake. I uh, should probably see the original, but I thought this movie's great. Adam Sandler's great in it. He's not annoying or over the top. So, um, Miracle is next. Um, how can you not love this movie? It's hands down one of the greatest sports movies of all time. Hands down one of the greatest moments in sports of all time the 19 was it 1980 olympics yep 1980 okay cool um friday night lights also true story great great not talking about the show okay talking about the film you know true story um next up the fighter Mm, awesome film all the way around i didn't a tour de force. I didn't know anything. <laughs> I didn't know anything about Mickey Ward um, before I watched this film. So, uh, just a really cool, just really well done. Honestly, um, great acting from Mark Wahlberg and of course Christian Bale, my favorite actor. Hey, you guys doing? You guys doing good? Yeah. Oh yeah. How you guys doing? You guys doing good? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. My dad used to go down the store and get a pack of sh- Schlitz. I hate Mark Mark Wahlberg, honestly. I think what? Such, I do. I as an I actor like or him. as a human? Uh more as a human. Remember when he like he blinded that like Korean store owner? He was just a prick when he was young. Warrior. Warrior, great. Um, great that's, movie. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't put that on your list. I, I'm yeah, I uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably the most I I would say um you could make an argument for the most underrated sports film. That's good. Okay. Not a lot of people know about this film. Um Joel, even when it came out, I was like, dude, what is, what is it? I saw it in theaters with my dad and I was like, never even like I, I don't think they promoted it that much. Um, I was I was young at the time though, so Joel Edgerton and a lot of people say that. Uh, Tom Hardy, um, and Nick Nolte. So those those are the big three, and they're all excellent. Frank Grillo's also in it. I I think it's actually pronounced Frank Grillo though. I would think, um, and he's really great as uh, Joel Edgerton's uh, coach and mentor throughout the film. So just a good story, you know, not just about fighting and kicking the shit out of somebody else, but about um, about family and, and, you know, tension between brothers. Um, great film. Vision Quest, uh, old film with Matthew Modine, uh, kind of a weird film, but interesting in the sense that it's about wrestling. Not too many movies uh, have been made about wrestling. Um, Invincible with Mark Wahlberg. Don't like Mark Wahlberg, but he is great in this film, and this is such a cool, true story 
uh, Vince Papali actually ran track and went to St. Joseph's University, which is the college that I went to. So it's cool when you're walking to see his name in the, uh, they call it the Room of Fame, or I think they just call it like the Hall of Fame, the Hawks Hall of Fame. Uh, and to see his name on the plaque there in that room is very, very cool. So uh, he's a he's a pride of Philadelphia. Uh, Invictus, probably the only good film made about rugby. Another true story. So a lot of these films... Oh, I didn't even mention The Wrestler. Mickey Rourke is fantastic in that. To, honestly, um, I, I think last last good film that he was in. So, but he's an interesting guy. He, he does a lot of like, he does a lot of work with this guy named, uh, Roland Sands, uh, who designs motorcycles. Um, and they work together and they build and design motorcycles together. So I think that's kind of like his hobby and what he does on the side. And I think that takes up a lot of his time. So that's why we don't yeah, see he's really stuff. He's really cute too. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I have to say one of one of my favorite, if not the favorite, sports movies. Why Coach Carter? Did you put Coach Carter on there? It's not a bad film. It's not. Have you seen it? Yes. I absolutely love Coach Carter, and I saw that in theaters with my dad at really young age. That has just left a very, very big impression on me as a, a young one. Just, it's, first of all, it's, I mean, we mentioned like Friday Night Lights, some others where the team doesn't actually win in the end. And Coach Carter is based on a true story as well, where Richmond ended up losing as well. But it's not really about that. It's more about these this team of misfits that really are not going anywhere in life. And here comes this coach, Samuel Jackson, best coach, one of the best coaching roles in my opinion. He really turns this team around. And it all starts at the beginning with the whole contract scenario and how one of the players actually tries to fight him. He ends up turning this player's life around completely, and he does it in this one speech, which I'm not going to recite because it's really long and dramatic, but it's about overcoming fear and how the shining of light, which is what we perceive to be the positivity, the good outcome, is what we fear the most. And it was just a really interesting take. I just hadn't seen anything like this when it comes to the typical sports film of a coach turning its team around and making them get good grades. It was, it was big for me. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, 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 it didn't even uh, do that, that uh, particularly uh, well uh, uh, when it came out. Uh, 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 Are you okay? Uh, you have a, uh, <laughs> not to interrupt, a spasm? but <laughs> I, I have to give it to you on that one. That's really, it was the first film that did everything that you, that you just said. And then all of these other films sort of copied off of that. And it just, that whole idea of turning the sports team around and, you know, encouraging his players to um, choose better paths, like that whole, these that guys whole plan, are like I guess. Fucking has, around too. And it's not until teachers aren't supposed to touch students. 
I'm not your teacher. I'm your new basketball coach. Mm, love it. And Channing Tatum's in it, too. He is. But back to what Moving I was on. saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Well, just let me finish here. So that whole idea of, of you know, um, encouraging players to make better decisions and to turn their life around and become more than just a basketball coach, like that whole theme, uh, mm-hmm. it's I it really did start with this movie. And, I, and, and other movies after kind of copied off that. Now it's uh, it's gotten stale. I tried to watch that new one with Ben Affleck yep, on yep. HBO Max. I honestly couldn't make 15 minutes. It was first of all, it was boring. Yeah. And second, it's it's he's like the alcoholic coach. And anyway, I don't want to. We've seen it all before. No, exactly. We've seen it all before. But it started with Coach Carter. So, Coach Carter is interesting too because his son is on the team too, and he's pretty good. He's a a straight arrow kid. He has a lot to live up to, and you see him almost turn into one of these misfits, while the misfits are turning into him. He's almost doing a complete reversal. Um, but anyway, Miracle. You know, Vance Vance said it best already. Herb Brooks, Kurt Russell, damn good acting all around. Monumental moment, 1980. What else is there to say? Next. Now this one, I guarantee none of you have heard of or seen. It was released in Canada. And when I was living there, my dad took me to see it. It's called The Rocket. came out in 2005. It was a French-Canadian-made film about the life and career of Maurice Richard, The Rocket. Big player at his time. He, this was like late 40s, mid-1950s, and wow, I just, I don't hear anyone talk about him today unless it's, it's regarding the reward. He just watched the movie, and you see what this guy went through and what kind of impact he made. Specific, especially he, because he was everything. He wasn't just the goal scorer. He was the motivator. He was the playmaker. He was the enforcer. Just watch the scene when he fights Sean Avery playing Bob Dill. Absolutely stunning, but it's also dude. Is it hilarious. a documentary or does somebody play Maurice Richard? No, no, it's. It's not a documentary. Somebody actually plays Maurice, and it's it's a it's a biopic. Oh, uh, okay, okay. What's I I would consider this to be the best biographical picture on a single on a on one person, rather than a whole team for hockey for hockey. Because the next one I'm about to mention, I Tanya, which does classify as a sports movie if you if you're into figure skating. Dude, I, I watched that. I'm, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. I was... Okay, so I actually really liked I, Tanya. I didn't know much about her. I knew there was like a whole scandal that happened and, and a lot of people blame her for it. And then I watched the movie and I realized, well, she really had nothing to do with the scandal. It was her husband. And she was just kind of roped into it. And apparently the movie is very very on on the facts so it is kind of sad that she is taking a lot of the blame for the legality of what happened she was a she is a damn good figure skater kind of a bitch but she is a likable bitch margot robbie 
kills it. Sebastian Stan as the husband also kills it. Don't want to say anything more. Sebastian Check Stan. Check it out. Sebastian Stan. The Winter Soldier. Yeah, totally underrated as an actor. Do, do you remember him in Hot Tub Time Machine? Would love to see he, Sebastian. He, he was Stan the ski. In, he, he was the ski instructor. In, that in thinks what? The, in what film? In Hot Tub Time Hot Tub Time Machine, he plays the ski instructor that thinks the main characters are Russian commies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chaz. So yeah. Next yeah, on my hold list. Hold on. <laughs> Give me some of his like lines though, because he has some funny. What did he say? Uh, I remember when they're looking at the back end, like and that. he's like, "What's?" They're they're looking at his his snowboard, which didn't exist at the time. He's like, "What's that one plank thing that guy's on?" He's like, "I don't care. It's going up his ass." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that is good. Um, Moneyball. I Moneyball is so good. Very yeah, but and why it's a, is it's it nice good though? Like. It's a change of pace for not only sports movies, but also, well, it's a true story, too. And I guess just just a different light or a different focus. You know, you know, I like, know you why. ever see Fury? It's, it's a different you ever focus. See, and and, and like, you, it's from the perspective of the scouting. manager and not the player this time. You know what I mean? Like you think of like all these baseball movies, they're all from the perspective of the player. Like what was Billy that? Bean. What was that movie the with Oakland um, What was that movie with uh Robert Redford? The what's it called? The Natural. The Natural or um a couple of these other films. It's all from the perspective of the player and this is from the perspective of the general manager the who general was manager, a player. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. It's also just how they how they went for a more statistical analysis on these players, and though again, like Coach Carter, you know it, it didn't. You know they they lost in the end, but it actually changed the way scouting works. You know, following those years, Foxcatcher. Wow. So Vance and I were just talking about this. Excuse me. Before we uh before we hopped on. And I got to say I want to see more sports movies like this. It's a it's a real it's a it's a gritty sports drama with a with some crime you know twisting the knots and centered around Olympic Olympic wrestler Mark Schultz. True story. True story. Rest in peace, Mark Schultz. I don't. It, you know, I would consider it a. I'm slow sorry, burn. Dave Schultz. Rest in peace, Dave Schultz. I'd say it's, it's a, uh, it's a slow burn of a movie. I I have a a bit of a rant that I will be getting into later where. I think a lot of sports movies would benefit from perspectives like this and approaches to athletes and upbringings and 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 just their process, mm. their psychological process. Um, I'll get more into that in my rant, but I I, I really like this uh, this take. Next, Red Army. 
you know, I'm, I'm very picky with my documentaries. You want to watch a real good sports documentary? Check out Red Army. It's the story of the Soviet Union's famed Red Army hockey team through the eyes of its players. And it's, you know, what the what the coach put these these guys through. You know, these guys never saw their families. And they trained. They had like four practices a day. And it was, it was honestly brutal. They were pissing blood. It's uh, it, it makes it emphasizes on the fact that it wasn't just a hockey team, nor was it about hockey. It was political propaganda by the USSR, and it's just it's all told from these players too that that made it out, and it's it's uh, it's it's scary. But it's it's a good watch. Uh, pull a complete 180 in in terms of tone. The bad news bears. The original and the remake. I like both of them. The remake's kind of pretty much like a modern day shot for shot, almost word for word remake. But I still like it. Billy Bob Thornton's great. Here's a team uh, with your typical alcoholic coach. Little League baseball players, but they all have filthy mouths, sometimes racist, and man, is it just hilarious. The 70s version and the, the early 2000s, they, they also lose in the end too. They don't beat the Yankees, and it's cute, it's funny, and it's timeless. Next, The Wrestler. Vance already talked about it. Yeah, well, let's talk about that one a little bit more because all, all I really said was um, this was like the well, last great to... film that Mick... I talked more about Mickey Rourke, but... Um, well, the ending. I wanted to go in the ending, but you first. Well, I mean, it's... Yes, it's... the Well, the, the title is... what What's the word I'm looking for? Um... It's deceiving. The title's deceiving because it's not really all about... It's not really about wrestling at all. I mean, it is. Like, that's Mickey Rourke's job, how he provides for himself in the, in the film. Um, but it but it's but more, more about... there's more to it than that. Yeah, yeah. The relationship with his family, his daughter especially, and just kind of um, trying to become a better person outside of the ring, you know? Um, and his heart. Yeah, his heart, you know, his... Um, he's kind of paying he's paying for all of the injections and peds that he was doing back in the day that have really caught up to him and now he feels like you know from the get-go that he's losing his life and that he needs to make amends for all of the the poor decisions that he made you know um so i mean it's it's a it's a deep film for sure and it's not 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 really a happy ending, you know what I mean? Um, but that's what makes it realistic. These things, they do happen. So. What I, What's interesting to me about the ending is that it's very ambiguous. You see him leap, and it cuts away before you know his fate. And, yeah, it's likely he died on impact. I mean, his heart was about to blow. But it's just that ambiguity that, 
you know, you don't need to, you don't need to see what happens. It was just such a, a great way to kind of bring it all to a close in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. And after everything he went through, after everything you've seen in the movie and then, and then just that one last jump. Anyway, my last, uh, last. It doesn't always need to be an answer. You know what I mean? Sometimes. Exactly. People, uh, filmmakers want to force an answer in the end. And all right, and some of the worst, just for you guys. Debatable. I, debatable, but definitely not one of my favorites. Would be never back down. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. I think it's. I think it's the acting. It's the acting. It's cheesy. Or it's but the, the writing. Story, it's like the cheesy writing. The story. I think is, the actors are actually though. giving it them all, but it's it's really it's really the dialogue and. Uh, gosh. Evan Peters is in it, I think, right? I know. Oh gosh. Yeah, uh, it's just. I think it's the dialogue. It's so cheesy. Your take? Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, I told you it's cheesy, but um, I. I it's really like the storing the the story though that I think is endearing. Like, it's just one of those things where you, you do want the the good guy to make the comeback and beat the bully. You know what I mean? Um, and we've seen it so many times, and that's probably why you think it's so cheesy. But if you're in the mood for something like that, you know somebody's really got you down. You know you should watch this film. So, Crooked Arrows. For all you lacrosse fans out there, if you've seen Crooked Let's Arrows, I'm goons. sure you already know. It it's a terrible is, film. I'm convinced any film about lacrosse is just terrible. Which is <laughs> really disappointing. But... Uh, yeah. It's... It's just... It's not a good one. Hmm. It's not a good one, guys. Ugh. Just look at the trailer. Look at it. Oh, the Water Boy. Honestly, all of my friends really like this film for some reason, and I just have never, I've never liked it not once. Like I would never go around saying, "Oh, it's, you haven't seen the Water Boy? It's a classic." Like all my friends it's say that to not me. They're funny. like, it's not, it's not funny. funny. Like, don't don't you have? Do you know people that will say that to you? They'll be like, "Oh, dude, you haven't seen Waterboy? It's a classic." I would never tell yeah. anybody that it's not a classic. I don't think it's a classic at all. It's it, and I Bleacher don't, Report. I don't like by the Sandler way, Sandler does his stupid voice for the entire movie. I know. By the way, Bleacher Report. They labeled this as one of the worst sports films of all time. Good. Yeah. Uh, damn right so longest yard is is, stick that in your pipe better by a (laughs) yeah if you want to see an adam sandler sports film watch longest yard because that's much better happy gilmore so moving on from there we have the tooth fairy i've never seen it um And for good reason, oh, because it's about a guy that's turned into the Tooth Fairy, uh, who's a hockey enforcer. I mean, I don't know if the director was smoking something while he was coming up with this idea, but that is just awful. I will not go see it. 
I see Dwayne before every take. Just amping himself up, do what he has to do to get in get into his his work mode. Look at himself in the mirror, just just think about the paycheck. And <laughs> he goes right in. Dude, but he even said he kind of admitted that. Not not to the degree of what you're saying, but he said I don't really care about the critical reception. He was saying, like, if I enjoy making the film, then that's all I care about. You know? Yeah, you gotta. I gotta, I gotta respect, respect that. that. I mean, good yeah. for him. Right. He's still. I mean, he's still making money. So. Dude, he was. <laughs> last year, wasn't he? Last year, two years ago, was the highest paid actor. He's the high. I think he still is. Yeah. And he's um, got that that really good tequila brand, Termana. He's a good yeah, guy. Yeah, do you follow him on you Instagram? Follow him too? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. Termana. Have you seen his cheat day meals? They're nuts. They look absolutely amazing. I have to try that <laughs> French toast. I know. The freaking pancakes are huge. The game plan is pretty much the same tone as the Tooth Fairy, except Dwayne is this Super Bowl winning superstar. And Dude, all these Dwayne movies t- you have. But it's... It completely turned around. Anyway, so we got a questionnaire for you guys before we wrap things up. What's next for sports movies? The sports genre? Ooh, um, I don't know. Um, I'll tell you what. I think we're due for a good lacrosse movie. Uh, we are. I think we're due for a good... I don't know. I mean, I, it's tough. I like to see... I like the true story stuff. You know, and I just think that not a lot has happened in the sporting realm that is notable that we can, that filmmakers can really um, create. So I I think, you know, I mentioned the Messi versus Ronaldo uh, rivalry. Um, That is very real. It will go down as one of the greatest rivalries of all time. Uh, hands down so i think that that is something to look forward to in the future but the fact that those guys haven't retired yet it's still going to be a while and even once they retire it's it's going to be a while after that i mean it's like right now like i think our generation like the millennials are watching a lot of the um great sport moments that occurred in the 70s and 80s like i keep thinking of Bjorn 40s Borg uh, versus John McEnroe. Yeah. That the f- film with Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf played John McEnroe. Good film, uh, by the way. And um, so I, I just think that it ebbs and flows. Sports movies, they kind of ebb and flow. I think right now um, it's an ebb. If I were to pick an athlete story who's been ignored and could be or should be adapted to a feature film, I'd probably have to go with Gordie Howe, Mr. Hockey. Won the Stanley Cup with the Red Wings four times. The Gordie Howe hat trick. Won six heart trophies. Uh, Been noted as NHL's most valuable player. I mean, he's even a bruiser of a man. Like, he... I'm surprised that there isn't a big 
feature film based on him. It's I know, yeah, that is especially Hartford Whalers. Not even a real team anymore. It's uh, there's there's a lot to go. There's a lot to build with that, or lots a lot of story to tell with that. I mean, he's a we keep using we keep using the word monumental, but he is a monumental piece of not only hockey but I think sports. Yeah, I'm I'm um, really surprised that a film hasn't uh, a biopic hasn't been made about him uh, because a biopic. Yeah. Okay. Isn't it bio biopic? I think it's like tomato tomato. Yeah, because I heard you say bi uh, biopic. Yeah. I think tomato it's... tomato. Lettuce, <laughs> well, if that's onions, the case, don't be like biopic. <laughs> pickles. What I think needs to change, and this is that rant I uh, aforementioned, Foxcatcher. I'm getting sick of the whole team spirit traditional plot to these movies. And I know people, admittedly, you know, I have fun with them too, but it becomes a rinse and repeat. I agree with what Vance has to say about more biopic, more true stories. And uh, yeah, unless it's based on a true story or a true team, fuck off with it and try something different. Yep, agreed. I, for one, would like to see a much more darker side, referring to the physicality of sports, the consequences that can be faced, and how that not only affects the team, but also affects the parents and the players' reputation, their career. Specifically in hockey, I would like to see more of that. Just the downfall of how... of the mentality and the career of a player. Not portrayed as a comedy like Goon, but as a, a dramatic snapshot of, again, how an athlete's career talent can fall from such behavior. It's serious. It's a lot more believable. I mean, just speaking from playing hockey for a good portion of my life, I've seen uh, other players, uh, people close to me, even professionals, you know, it affects them in one way or another. And it happens whether people see it or not and it's 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 sometimes dooming it's sad and some of them break out of it physicality in hockey is something that's glorified which i have no problem with i love it too it's glorified a lot in in movies you look at goon or slapshot and i haven't seen a movie where it takes it a lot more seriously and depicts these consequences depicts these these uh, sometimes traumatic experiences that that come that come about. Anyway, that's my that's my hot take of of what needs to change in movies and what I'd like to see more of. Oh, quick update: Tampa Bay won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, clearly we're recording this on a different day. Now, with that being said, just want to say thanks to all who followed, liked and emailed us. We value your feedback. And for those of you just joining us, welcome. And be sure to follow us on our Instagram at the Premier Podcast as well as on Spotify and anchor.fm. Contribute to our podcast through anchor.fm if you're feeling generous. Email us at the premier00 
at gmail.com if you want to criticize, send death threats, or thank us for existing, or if you want to inquire about collaboration. Also, feel free to direct message us through our Instagram. One of us should get back to you. In the meantime, October is upon us. Up next, episode 9. What scares Vance and Mitch? Stay tuned. Love ya.